Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 43 of the Seem Sketchy podcast. I am Kyle Bray alongside... Carl G. Baz Baz, Kyle Mehta, the GOAT, Kendrick Perkin numbers. Kendrick Perkin numbers, baby. Let's go. Underrated. Underrated. Love him. He's he's hilarious Bro. on Twitter, too. Like, he, his social Bro. media we, presence yeah. is, is unmatched. The reason why we want to ring in 08, but Bro, that's the, besides the point. The number five of the big three, plus Rondo, which makes it the big four, plus him, which makes it the big five. I mean, shut up, Perkins. We, we love Kendrick Literally. Perkins. Um, but, yeah, so we're back. Um we uh, we're gonna be talking about Freddie Gibbs's latest album because Freddie Gibbs has graced us yet again with another fantastic album. This time yes. with uh, the Alchemist as his uh, co-producer, um, and then we're gonna also be talking about we're gonna do continuing what we said we were going to talk about in our last episode and week before, where we said we were gonna talk about uh, albums that we missed in 2020, uh, and I'm we're, I'm gonna be talking about uh, Fiona Apple's Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which came out this yes. year and is fantastic, and I cannot wait to talk about that. Yeah, so Carl, should we get into it? Let's do it. Good, good to be back, Kyle. we're back we uh we took a week off because Mm -hmm. of obviously i'm sure everyone here around knows what was going on what has been going on there's been a lot of you know a lot of protests and a lot of activity and uh going around the the issue of police brutality and racial injustice in this country and you know we figured uh, that us taking a week off during all that was probably for the best you know it wasn't really a time for us to be for two white guys yeah. to be promoting their podcast, so they talk about rap, yeah. probably not the best time to be promoting that. And we figured it yeah. would be, you know, it, it, it wasn't our, it wasn't time for our voices to be, well, our voices in this way to be, you know, being broadcasted. So we, we decided to take, take that week off. Um, yeah. I mean, you said it, you said it well. I mean, I think it was in between. We didn't want us to take the, I love this word that it's been flowing around, like the social media real estate um, yeah. in regards, because that should be saved for more important matters, what's happening. Yeah, no, and, also, and, and yeah. it's something that we were doing, you know, like we figured it would probably be better if we were f- posting and sharing things about, you know, like how to help in the movement rather than saying, mm-hmm. hey guys, listen to our new podcast. You know, it literally, was literally. not the week to be pushing the podcast. It was not appropriate. It was not an appropriate oh, time. Yeah. We were extremely we inappropriate. Were, <laughs> we wanted to shift our focus into, you know, literal injustice in our country that we live in so we want to yeah. focus on that do something that we want to do help out as much as we could and just listen and i think just yeah. like educate ourselves as well because i think that's an important step um like about learning about this and if you really do care educating yourself knowing what to do and figuring out what's the best way to help learning yeah. from your mistakes especially in social media a lot of people you know you make a mistake uh, the blackout tuesday I mean, that was a whole debacle right like you, but you learn from that and you realize, all right, what's really going to be helpful in this and what can I, can I do? And what's my part that I can do in this? And, um, you know, what's happening in our country, we both, um, you know, I think we both have strong feelings for it. Yeah. We want to, we want to be part of that change because we know it's, it's what's happening right now is wrong. And it's, it's not how our country should be run. Ultimately. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we talk a lot about, talk a lot about, 
rap on this podcast which is obviously a black founded art and i mean pretty much and this is something that i've learned through my like time taking like music history classes is virtually every single type of popular form of music was created by black people in america obviously there were types before that but pretty much every single popular genre of music can be traced back to that so it's one of those things where like it's important that us as you know white people talking about this type of music acknowledge that and you know are make sure that we're making our voices heard on this issue grant you know we're, we're not we're not supposed we're not gonna be the prophets of this because you know like we're two white suburban kids like we don't know what it's like to be in those situations but it's important for us you know we've spent a lot of time listening to other people and making sure that we were helping amplify those voices sharing sharing and signing petitions donating where you can and and really that that's what we got to keep doing right now mm-hmm. is you know i we're doing that and listeners you guys should keep doing that keep donating keep sharing those petitions let's try to actually bring some you know some justice and some you know I, 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 yeah let's just try to, try to yeah and change that's the word i was looking for let's let's use our let's try to use our platform to uplift that and you know i know at least on my personal instagram which i shout out always at the end of the show kbr 63 i have a link tree in my bio that has a bunch of different resources you can go to um and so you can like do all those things I just said. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people have been sharing different stuff on their Instagram, you know, if they see someone sharing a post like that, you know, go through it, read it. Don't just like swipe by. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like it might have a cool font. It might be a cool graphic or an optics and stuff, but actually like read into it, please. And like learn more, especially if you're going to repost it, like know what you're posting. I think that's another like mistake that, you know, we learn from when we go on and we move forward on. Same with like, we're same with you, Kyle, with me. I, I have a link on my, um, there's a multiple like link trees. No, right? yeah, no. I'm, a lot of people have them, awesome. and it's it's it sucks because Instagram is not really as a platform, not really set up for sharing things in a way. Like you, yeah. it's really hard to get people to follow links on Instagram. Like you can't have, like you can't swipe it. up on a link if you're like under a certain K. account under is it under 10k? Yeah, yeah I need 10k. You can't like click on links if they're in comments. It has to be in your bio, which mm. sucks. But like. You know, yeah. it, it obviously there are other places where you can promote these things on yeah. other than Instagram. Twitter Literally. is great for that. And, you know, yeah. just make sure you continue yeah. having these conversations with people. And you exactly. Know, we'll start working. Like, yeah. I mean, towards change. The way I, yeah. The way I would want to end it off is, and I see a lot of people amplifying this, and I completely agree. It's like, it's a marathon. You know, it's not a sprint. Yeah. Don't get fatigued. You know, this doesn't like, this does not end like yeah. anytime soon. You know, we've obviously, we're, we're realizing that we're, we're, we're looking around and we're like, Oh, this is like it. Like something's going to happen. Like we need to keep going. It's not a sprint. It's not like, Oh, yeah. all right. Prayers, condolences, move on. No, this is, a, it's going to go on for a long until there's a, there is change until there is differences in this country. And, you know, something that just ended off on this. Cause we really want, you know, yeah. I know we want to start talking about the music stuff. Like, like we were saying how we kind of shift our focus and post about on our, on our personal that's why we didn't really post on like our our Instagram account. It seems sketchy because like like forty followers. So who who are we really influencing? We always have more following on our yeah. personal accounts. And I think in regards to at the end of the day, we're we're yeah we're making podcasts. We're not really influencers. So the best right. way I think that we can influence is like you were saying, our friends, our family, letting them yeah. know, keep them have up those to tough date what's conversations, have those tough conversations, and get something through to them, and just respect each other, you know. But tell them what your stance is. And why what is happening in the U.S. is wrong and it needs to be changed. 
Yeah, and if and if you're out in the streets, please please stay safe. The COVID pandemic yes, is not over yet, so make sure you're wearing a mask, doing your best to social distance. There are a lot of places that are doing free COVID testing, so if you have been out in the streets protesting, definitely go get yourself tested. It's uh, they're definitely just like look up and I, there's some place in I think in Boston right in, for, for for Boston, Boston people that are doing uh for that are out there because obviously we're probably a pretty Boston centric podcast. I believe some place in JP does free testing, so definitely go out and get yourself tested if you're doing that just because you know your safety is also at its highest of all priorities yeah that's right kyle and i mean now to switch it over to somebody that just dropped the bomb in my opinion yeah mr freddie gibbs mr alchemist alfredo yeah First so all right you go fire name yeah no great dude i mean i loved it just because like well for for some reason though like i mean i'm from italian roots i've been on a big alfredo kick recently like it was Uh one of my 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 friend grace shout out my friend grace in january we were hanging out and she like made homemade alfredo sauce and that was like one of the first times i'd ever had it because my mom doesn't make white sauces she normally makes red sauces so i tried it and i was like yo this is fire i need to have more of this so now when i've ever had the opportunity i keep buying things with alfredo and i need to I actually need to like get a good recipe so i can make it myself but mm. fire i saw that and i was like it may literally i went out the next day we, we got takeout and i was like let me get that alfredo, <laughs> alfredo. I wanted it. Uh, but well, yeah no freddie gibbs i mean was. obviously we love freddie gibbs the alchemist he's a great producer who i have not listened yeah. to a lot of his stuff um yeah I, I know that he is, I, he was on the cave that was the most recent time i'd listened to stuff that he had been on like he did a he was on an episode of the cave with kenny beats um yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not, not, not a huge exposure to him, but this was a great sort of look. And, it's, and I can imagine it was going to be similar to what he, Freddie did with Mad Lib because they're very similar producers. And that, in the end, is kind of what it was. I mean, obviously, their production yeah. styles are very different, but, like, it was similar in a way. Yeah, and it was good. I mean, oh, yeah, both. no. I mean, overall, yeah. overall, it was, it was awesome. I mean, I think, Freddie Gibbs, he posted a story, yeah. uh, posted a picture and a story of him with like his last five albums. And it was like Kobe with all of his trophies. And, and I was like, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely true. Bro. And I mean, like, before we actually get into the album, and I think I said this last time we talked about Freddie, which might have been like an episode ago, or episode two ago, but like just him and his, like the person he is and like his social media makes, I think you totally, totally can agree. just makes you love this guy so much oh, yeah, more. Just like, he he's can make hilarious. fire music, but he's hilarious. Like, he's oh, so yeah. funny. Like, it's like, well, well like I just love his Instagram stories. One of the, Best one Instagram of the stories th- on, on Instagram. One of the things he was doing to promote his album was he can't, he's selling just Alfredo weed. Bro. That's <laughs> so it's like, dude, fire. I love it. Like, Bro. that's, <laughs> it's epic. Um, but let's get into the, let's get into the album. Epic God, mm. I can't believe I just said that. What is this 2014? It's awesome that he was doing that. It's so so cool. Uh, but yeah, so the album itself, it's short, uh, which was which is good, I guess. It was th- 35 minutes, 10 songs. Um, and the biggest thing that stuck out to me on this is he definitely had wrote a lot of the bars for this song for the for this song for this album around the time when Last Dance was out. Because yeah. there were so many last dance references, slash just like basketball references on this whole thing. Like what is it? I mean, Scotty Beam, he's talking about Scotty Pippen. He says like the line, like MJ left Scotty. He, uh, it was Scotty's team, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. he, 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 uh, I think it was on, I think it also on Scotty Beam. He's like, don't fuck with me. Like, like your Isaiah, you know, that won't end well for you talking about like Isaiah Thomas and, uh, no, not our Isaiah Thomas with the OG Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Um, 1985. Isn't that George's rookie year? 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's and it's great. Of course, like that's like the beginner track. Like 1985. Yeah. All right, we're getting in. Yeah, no, he drops um, so many references about that. My other, I love the line where he's. I think it was on. I think it was. It was either on God is Perfect or it was on Scotty Beam. But he's like, um, he says, "I'm like, he's like hook hook shot like Kareem, but I didn't leave the Bucks." And I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's a great bar yeah. too. Like he was, he was just shouting out just like goat after goat on this. He definitely had. Yeah. Did he have a Kobe line? He did have a Kobe line. It was on night. No, wait, no, bro. It was on. It was on. Um. West Side Guns. That album. was on West Sun, West West Side yeah, Guns yeah. album. That's what the co- I thought. Like, I thought that was on. Yeah. I thought it was on uh, 1985, but no, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly what I thought. Time. Yeah, you yeah, said no. you said you said like what you said on that song. You said like I'm gonna see Kobe, I cry or something. Like every time he's on the court or something like that. Hmm? Something sad. He said something like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Kobe's yeah. game, like I cry. But whenever, whenever he watches the Lakers, he feels sad. Literally. But also like. I think he like said some stuff about COVID. So obviously like that also signifies like a fairly recent. He said, um, I think one of the standout lyrics that he says, and people actually use it in the protests right now, it's like my my execution will not will be televised. Yeah. Right, right, that, that's that on... right, my execution will be televised. Um the revolution. No, from, like, the, the revolution. no. Yeah. <laughs> no, my execution might be televised or will be televised. Might be televised. Yeah. It's one of those two, but yeah, no. And he's selling shirts to uh, that's raising I money for that, the yeah. families of uh, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and Ahmaud Arbery. Um, so, I mean, if, if that's something that interests you, get that. Uh, he's selling them on his website. More more great merch for this album. Um, yeah, I was debating on getting that T-shirt. Yeah, I, I I I wanted I was thinking about it, but I was like, it might be a little corny for a white guy to wear that shirt, so I'll just donate to the thing anyway and the money yeah. up there you know and we got we got someone on you know someone else dropping tomorrow that's true yes bodega is dropping tomorrow we're super excited about that and their new collection is gonna be sick but yeah so i mean i want one other thing before like i just go into the songs like there were a lot of other great just like sort of just like one-liners on this thing and the features were also great i mean you have oh, yeah. three guys pretty much it's kind of weird i think everyone except rick ross was all on uh the west side gun album including freddie gibbs freddie was on it tyler benny and conway were all on it um so a lot You're of probably just like talking to them here. yeah, when oh, yeah. Studio, whoever had the studio session first they're like all right now cop on my album yeah no seriously um but what was I going to say? There are also just a lot of just like really funny lines in this. And the one, the title of the creator song where he does something to rap about where he's like, God made me sell crack. So I'd have something to rap about or on, oh, that's uh, a bar, bro. That's the song, a bar. The song baby shit is funny. Cause he's talking about it, like him being a dad. And then what is it? He says, um, he, he drops the classic bitch. You would never on there. Yeah. And it's bro, just he's like, such a uh, great dad. Like on his stories, his stories is so funny. Great dad. There was I, I saw one where he was uh he was he was mad at his kid because his kid was like punching him in the face and then he goes in and tries to kiss him he's like mm mm you, you, you don't get to, you don't get to give me a kiss on the cheek after you start wailing on me that's not how this works <laughs> great guy um do you want to go track by track or do you want to just go like yeah let's do it highlight all right so 1985 I think there was a music video for this as well I think it was just shot great it was just him and like Alchemist like in like it was, yeah. open open it was like, like deserty right mainland. Yeah, deserty, deserty. you know, social distancing, you know, <laughs> Facts. What, what, more, what more can you ask for? Great opener. I love like the, the like the sample in the beginning of that. Boom. Like the guitar, like hitting it right in the beginning or like the middle of the song to like start it off. Great opener. 
Yeah. I mean, no, the, the, the guitar in that song is great too. It's fire. It's really good. Um, great. Yeah. Again, great opener and great name. Again, yeah. referencing um, MJ's rookie, uh, rookie year. So I didn't really think about like, like, I know he was like referencing basketball, but I didn't think it was like last dance, last dance well, stuff. So yeah, no, good. well, like a lot of it had to do with last dance stuff because he, he referenced MJ yeah. on like most of the songs. Um, and a bunch of, and like obviously 1985, Scotty Beam ties into Scotty Pippen. And he, I mean, he references basketball a lot on a lot of his songs. Like, was it on Pinata? He has a song where he, uh, he talks about like LA and he's talking about the Lakers. It? I think that song's just called, yeah, it's called Lakers and song about how much he loves being in LA and about the Lakers. And then he said a song called Knicks, which is just him making fun of the Knicks, which is so <laughs> funny. And my favorite is that he shouts out two Knicks players on that song. He shouts out Carmelo Anthony and Amon Shumpert. I'm like, oh. I was like, Shumpert? Really? Sh- I, I forget where, is Shumpert still playing? Is he Cleveland still? I just remember him. I hated him back when the Celtics and Cavs were going at it a lot because he had, he, he, he had the, he had a flat top, but not like a good flat, flat top. top. He, he kind of just looked like a Lego character. Like he, he didn't have the Jalen Brown flat top that was like. He looked like he looked like um, Arnold's friend Gerald. Yeah, from Arnold. Yeah. But I was Isn't just like Gerald. He looked like. But but, but I just remember making fun of him because I thought he looked funny and he would just like take terrible jump shots and I was like screw yeah. you, I'm on jumper. But bro, hey. is it just me or is he like designer's twin? I feel like they look like. I don't really know what a on jumper looks like at all. Really. Well, I, mean, I don't know what his face looks like. Oh, okay. He's he's no, he's not like a like. face that's ingrained in my mind. There are plenty of people whose yeah. faces I can't really yeah. recall. But uh, most of them probably athletes. Next song, and this is like one thing I want to ask you about. God is perfect, right? Initially, after the first listen, I was like mid on it, but then it completely grew on me after like the second and third time. Like I think, like it's a good like easing into the album song. Yeah, I mean. A lot of the songs in this album have like a really good, like sort of laid back vibe to them. Um, including I like Scotty Beam a lot too, like the oh. next one. I like that one probably more just because I love the like the little piano in the background as he's as he's going yeah. along. It's really simple, laid back. Rick Ross fits a pretty good verse on it too. Hot take. Rick Ross's verse is my favorite feature on this album. That is a hot take because I would say oh. I'd say it's probably the worst of them, but not worse than like it was bad. Just like the other the three above it are just the three other ones are just so much better, you know. Bro, it's just like when you hear the Maybach music, and then he's like, first bar is like, you need a dictionary every time you rap, bro. I love, I, I, I did love that. That was a good bar, bro. I love that one. Like that beat, because like before I even heard this, before I even heard his verse, the first time I was listening to it, like the beat, I'm like, yo, I could tell, like, like Rick Ross is gonna kill it off of this beat. Like this is like his type of beat. The very like. Yeah, soft tones or whatever, but it's like melodic and like he just like flows right through. See, what, you know? see, whenever I think Rick Ross type beat, I think like DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah, right. Which no, not, he, not, 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 not meant to be a diss on Rick Ross, just like DJ Khaled makes those just kind of like anthemic, like you know, like Ali Bumbaye style beats. You know, you know that song from GTA. <laughs> oh, I mean, without those, like we wouldn't be like balling. You know, that's like a basketball song. That is. All I do is win, man. No matter what. Bruh. Um, Same. look at me, song after that. Look Fan of that one. Me. I like that one a lot. Um, but then yeah, that was good too. the next song that really stood out to me, and like because these next two, these two in a row were probably my like two the two standouts on this one. Yeah. I would say Frank Lucas featuring Benny the Butcher, which has Ooh. two incredible verses. 
Like I think Benny the Butcher's verse is probably the best. Incredible, just like scene scene he's setting up, and then Freddie Gibbs also gives such a great thing. But the beat on this thing, man, unbelievable. It's just like Bro. dark, eerie. And it's just like it, it, it makes you think like you're like you're dri- you're like paranoid driving through like the streets at night, like all the street lights are out and someone's hunting you and you like oh. don't know where to look, like it's where it's like it's like be. Yeah, it feels like you're in Buffalo and it's like the middle of the winter, you're in the forest. You're like, what the hell? We have very different Buffalo. ideas of of where this took us. <laughs> I said I said Buffalo because like Benny the Butcher. Yeah. Bro. Also, like he had one of the his Okay, I know I talk about ad libs a lot because like, I think they're actually very important in songs. We're like his like the butcher coming, bro. That's like yeah, it's a good. Well, I mean ad libs they they don't necessarily like good ad libs really elevate a song and bad libs bad bad libs bad ad libs really <laughs> ruin a song. So like yeah. you know it's important if you're gonna have them that they be good or catchy. You know, I think I think Freddie's I think he doesn't have any, but I think one is just like sniffing coke. I think like that's like one of them. I've really, I've never heard that multiple times. Oh god, but yeah, no. Frank Lucas probably my favorite song on this whole album, just yeah. purely off of the beat. Like the beat, like the uh, the beat that the oh, Alchemist yeah. made on this was just unbelievable. I love Disgusting. it so much. Like, it's just it's cool. It's dark, and it really sets the tone for this song. I talked about a lot of like sort of like dark themes too. You know, mm. Frank Lucas. He's from that's from the movie. It's from American Gangster. By and Denzel Washington plays like that character, Frank Lucas. Oh yeah, Ray I actually, Lucas, I actually meant Washington. to, I meant to look that up. What who Frank Lucas was before this, but yeah. that, that makes even more sense. So oh, but probably, Frank Lucas is a real, he's a real well, person yeah. though. Well, yeah, but so it probably ties into a lot of like that name sort of ties into some of the themes on the song as well. Yeah. Uh, then the next song, something to rap about, complete opposite, laid back, Lucky. chill vibe, like the the. The beat on this is fantastic. It has, I think, has some like sort of keys and some guitar going, and then Tyler the Creator gives another great guest verse. Tyler the Creator two for two on his guest verse this guest verses this year, and I loved how it was. It was so raw because like he finished it, and then like they left in the part of him like talking. He's like, "Did that in one take? Oh, I said Mykonos wrong. Blah blah blah. You know, Mykonos. I mean, well, he, he sums it up perfectly. Said, yeah, yeah. You said he sums it up perfectly. He sounds like perfectly right saying this this sounds like a yacht I ain't bought yet. Yeah. It's my it's a boat I just bought I haven't bought yet. Yeah, no, it, it definitely had like a really good like chill summertime vibes. And it's interesting to go from a song that's so like dark and like talking about like dark subject matter and like pain, evil, hurt, and then you have this song which is just kinda like just fun, you know? Like and that's where he has a line, like God made me sell crack, so I have something to rap about. Like you sound like just two guys just having fun talking about the stuff that they like to rap about. Literally. My man Tyler said Mykonos. Yeah, which made me <laughs> immediately think of uh, what is it the 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 Fleet Foxes song Mykonos, which is a great song, fantastic. Mm. Um, and you have uh, Baby Shit, which we uh, we talked about briefly. It has the great line on it where he's like, "Bitch, you would never." Great song. Babies and Fools also cool. Freddie Gibbs and Conway talking about like Conway the Machine talking about like Their first loves. There, but also like being fathers and whatnot, you know, like Conway's talking about yeah. how, like, you know, like his what is it, uh, my son's failing math that doesn't add up, you know, he's talking about like, you know, how he wants to be a better father and whatnot. Mm. Another great verse from Conway the Machine. Conway the Machine actually dropped an album this year produced by The Alchemist, so maybe that will be one that we do in the yeah. future as one of our like back to- albums we missed this year reviews. Because I, I mean, he's been on mm. the Benny the Butcher album. West Side Gun album and this one, all that we really liked. I mean, it just seems like the Griselda label is like, is really killing it. Griselda. 
yeah, because they have they have Westside, Benny, and Conway, who are just three awesome guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Skinny Shook, I like too. Um, and then All Glass is like the last two songs. I thought they were just they were they were solid. I mean, there there weren't any bad songs yeah. on this album. There were a couple ones where it was kind of like they were fine. You know, that falls in for All Glass, Skinny Shug, and God is Perfect. I just I didn't really have much to say about any of those. I mean, Skinny Shug, I thought was funny. Yeah. Good bars in it. I mean, that's another thing about Freddie Gibbs is he's good at coming up with bars that just, like, kind of make you laugh when you're listening. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good joke. I think it's probably his, like, his meme personality that he has, you know. Yeah, he, like, he can switch. He can switch from, like, the real shit to, like, joking around, which is really good. Yeah. It's really, like, admirable. So. I mean, I love this too. I just want to say I loved listening to this too yeah. because immediately after I finished this, I went back and just listened to what is it? I listened to Bandana, Pinata, and Freddie, his like last yeah. three albums. Well, and then there's the one Fetty I haven't listened to, which I now I want to because it's similar. It was produced entirely by The Alchemist, but it's a collab album between him and Currency, a rapper who I don't know a ton oh. about, but I've heard a couple songs that yeah. I like. And it got a, it was from it's from 2018. It got a lot of positive buzz around it, so I'm probably going to have to give that a listen to. But like. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs, man. The guy does not miss. He really doesn't. He's the goal. He really doesn't. Bro. Um, but yeah, so do you want to give our like, top, top three and rate it? Yeah, I'll, I can go off. Um, top yeah. three easily for me. I mean, it was pretty hard. And I, never mind. I shouldn't say easily. Um, Scotty Beam. I love like – Is love, that one like, or three? Again. Uh, oh, wait, no, I'll go in order. Yeah. Um, Baby Shit, three. That was just like great. Again, great song, great beat. I liked it. Something to rap about, number two, because that was a chill vibe that we're talking about. And then just number one, Scotty Beam. I think he killed it with that one. I think yeah. both of them, I think Rick Ross flowed really well. And it just feels like a really good song. Off Rip, it's a strong eight for me. Of course, it can go up. I mean, I was telling you, it's like, oh, definitely my top 10, probably top 15 of the year. Yeah, probably definitely. Top, probably top ten, like right now. Definitely, top, definitely 10. top ten. Right now. I mean, I I don't think I've listened to more than fifteen albums from this year so far. So obviously, I'm gonna have to expand that palette a little bit more. But no, this one's definitely top ten for me. Uh, yeah, should I go now, or do you have anything else? Yeah, especially it's like it's an eight. It's an eight right now, but definitely can go up higher yeah. than that. Yeah. For me, my top three, I'd say number three would be Scotty Beam. Number two would be something to rap about, and number one would be Frank Lucas. I think those those mm. three tracks really stood out to me. Um, just like far and away better than the rest. Um, I would say probably give it like um, like a, probably just like a, a light eight. You know, I I, th- I think it's great. I don't yeah. think it's as good as some of his more recent projects. Like I think Bandana is far and away better than this and Pinata too. But this was still like still really good. Like there's no, nothing against this yeah. album. I just think like it's just it's not as good as the other ones. But like overall a pretty solid album and I, I enjoyed listening to it and I will definitely be coming back to it, especially for those, those three songs too. Something to rap about currently is his like the top song and his most popular on um, Spotify. Probably getting a lot of that Tyler crossover. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. So uh, shout out Freddie Gibbs yeah. for that. Shout out Freddie Gibbs. Keep it coming, bro. Heck yeah. So should we move on to the other album? That's on you because I don't remember. Did you listen to any of it? Because it's you said you listened to like one of the songs on it. I really wanted you to listen to this one. <laughs> I know, I know. I just like I was like totally not in the mood to like listen to like new music. No, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I know a lot of people that this album's been sort of polarizing to where it's just they can't really get into it. Um, which is fine. It's definitely in a style that might not work for everyone, but 
So it's Fiona Apple's Fetch the Bolt Cutters. And this is an album that I didn't know anything about this artist up until this year. Um, I just knew a lot of my friends really liked her. And when this when this album was announced, they were all going nuts about it. So I was like, all right, when it drops, we'll give it a listen. Sure. Um, so I wake up the morning that this drops and people are already going nuts about it. Um, and I go on, I'm going on Twitter, just reading through it. And I see Pitchfork straight up gave this thing a 10 on release. So I was like, okay, the last album they gave a 10 was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. So like, it's been a minute since they've given out one of those. So I was kind of like, all right, I think I probably need to listen to this. If, if it's going to be, if it's garnering that much like positive support, you know, I definitely have to definitely have to listen to this. So I put it on and just immediately this thing just blows me away. It's one of the most uniquely produced and just like, just musically unique albums I've heard in a very long time. I knew really nothing about her outside of the fact that she like makes like just a good sort of like singer songwriter pop stuff and that she has a really unique voice and she is a fantastic singer. She's this really cool sort of just like she can, she can hit high notes, but she can also hit really low notes. It reminds me a little bit of um, Victoria Legrand who's the lead singer of beach house. It was a really good mm-hmm. vocal range. She can hit high notes. She can hit low notes. And yeah, I mean, this album just completely blew me away. It was unbelievable. Wow. Like the production of this album, I was talking about it with a friend and it sounds like almost as if she recorded this whole thing just like in this like big room with just a mic in the middle because almost the whole mm. album sounds like live. Like there are times where like you'll hear like the sound of a door closing in the background or a dog barking. It seems like she was just recording this thing as just like her life was going on and like, you know, people were coming through and passing by. Like it's like someone walks in, does the harmony part, then walks out like her dog's barking in the background. But it's also sort of just the instrumentation was really unique. There are a lot, like, the predominant instrument on this album is piano. Um, and really? like, the, the piano playing on this is great. There's some really cool just tones and timber around the way the piano sounds. It sounds just very raw. Um, then also there's the upright bass, which sounds really cool. And then, like, the, the use of drumming in this is also incredible. Because it's some songs where it sounds like she uses, like, a drum kit. There are also things where it sounds like she's just, mm-hmm. like, banging on, like, a table or something like that. The song Newspaper, which is one of my favorite songs of this whole album, is almost entirely just like stomping and drums. There's literally no like her instrumentation on this entire song. It's just her singing and her singing in this song is just like, it's incredible. Like she has this immense powerful voice where she just like, she just bodies the notes that she sings. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. And the subject matter overall is, is intense. I didn't know a lot. I didn't know a lot about her life leading up to this, but she talks about a lot of like, she talks very like um, openly about a lot of trauma she's had in her life. And she's openly sort of attacking, um, you know, like the, the, the it's, it's people make fun of me for saying this, but she's openly attacking like the patriarchy in this. Like, it's very much a women's empower, a female empowerment album. And, you know, obviously I'm not a woman, but like, I, I appreciate albums that are very empowering and like this this song made me be like yeah fuck yeah fuck people that are like that you know she talked like there's one song where it's like under the table is about like men who try to like shush women and like try to not like have their voices be heard and i was like yeah fuck people like that man or like song um the song newspaper which is about like a guy being very like emotionally manipulative and whatnot um and it's about these two girls i'm at least this is what i gather from it's about these two girls that had like a relationship with a guy and the guy treated them both really poorly and it's about them sort of like meeting each other and being like yeah we hate this guy like, let's go get him you know that's really cool i mean like that's sick. the song like the the song um shamika which is the second song has this awesome mm. piano riff on it like the i i, I can't i can't 
say enough about just how awesome the production on this on this whole album is. Under the Table, awesome, has the has really cool sort of piano line where it's like da dun 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 with a great bass line going. Uh, the song Cosmonauts is this sort of just like epic. I mean, as epic as this can be, it's still a very low key album. But like, there's the the bass on the bass line on it is great. The piano and the drums on it are awesome. Um, Rack of His is also a really funny song where it seems like there's just kind of like flipping uh sort of like the ways that like guys will sexually harass women and like flipping it on them where she's kind of like a objectifying like a guy in a way like it sounds like she's kind of taking those things like saying like oh like you don't like how this sounds like well how do you think it sounds to me and whatnot and i mean i yeah overall like this it, i hadn't heard an album that sounded like this probably ever and that could just be me wow. not listening to a lot of stuff like that or just me just not really uh or just like just me just or just being that unique of an album and for me like it's it's hard for me to to it's hard for an album to really wow me in that sense where it's like something i've never heard before like there are very few times where i've like listened to an album and like wow i've never heard anything like this before and it just blew me away so if i'm going to say my three favorite songs in this would be probably under the table would definitely be number one. Number two would probably be Shamika, just because like the hook on that album, the hook on that song is great. The piano line is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then number three would be newspaper, just because it's this just like it's this dark and eerie and but also and then special shout outs to Relay, which is awesome. It's got a really catchy sort of hook that goes with it where she's like evil is a relay sport when the one who's i forget the word has the torch and and she like she goes she starts like really long and then the notes get really closer together Uh, and then cosmos is also great too and yeah i mean it's 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 unbelievable it's fantastic um pitchfork gave it a 10 and i i agree I legitimately wow. think this album is a 10 out of 10 album and let it be the first album on this podcast that is just given a 10 out of 10 on a, on first listen because, and that was one of those things where I listened to it too. And I was like, when I first listened to it, I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. I've literally like, th- I have not heard an album like this ever before. that was able to, that was able to sort of captivate me and, and hold me in. And I, I stand by it. I, I think that this is a 10 out of 10. I really do. It's it's by far in the way album of the year for me, and it's yeah, it's hey it's already I, contender of album of the decade. What? Okay, yeah. Oh, well, because it's because well, like, it's twenty twenty, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I, um, I agree. This this album this album is a ten out of ten. That's awesome. I mean, based on like what you were explaining and everything, it definitely is enticing. I've heard, of course, I've heard good things. It's just like. But it's like most of the time when I'm listening to music or whatever, I'm just like in my morning commute, and it's like I cannot deal with that in the morning. You know, it's like no, I, I understand really like that. No, I mean I know a lot of like close friends that listen to this, and we're just like it just wasn't for me, and I get that. Not every album that's a ten out of ten is perfect for everyone. But this is one of those things where I think every song in this is unique in its own way, and I don't. There mm. weren't any songs in this where I was just like that song that song didn't fit in or that song didn't really yeah that song didn't do anything for me i I had an emotional response to every song in this album mostly just because of her singing the unique production and like the 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 stuff that she's portraying in her lyrics but yeah no i mean first first 10 out of 10 uh first seems sketchy yeah so so i like i I just listened to the first song i want you to love me and off rip i knew it was like a weird vibe because in the song where she's like I don't know what line she says, but she was like, ooh, and the ooh goes for like for so long. And it's like, yeah. it just sounds off. 
you know and it's like from the, right then i was like this is just like weird but like I'll, in a good way next time we chill or something or something like that um, whenever that is I'll play, I'll play you a certain song from that uh, that yeah. i think like you might fit better i mean certainly i think not every song is right up your alley just because of like we obviously like we listen to a lot of similar things but there are also things that you like that only you like and things i like that only i like and that's just how it is and maybe this is just one of those things but yeah no i, I just I, this is one of those album where i was just itching to talk about this because i just i love it so yeah much. i know it's I know. It's, and, it's incredible i know i mean one of my goals this summer is to like broaden my uh musical talent i'm my talent my musical palette like i was telling you talent right that's mm, this is not this is the only talent i got right here just reviewing <laughs> giving my giving my honest opinion but that's good i, I mean i'm definitely gonna you've definitely convinced me to really listen to it i gotta just um allocate time yeah I mean, it's yeah, not too long. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's forty five minutes, fifty one minutes, yeah. thirteen songs. I mean, it's it's great. It's it's just, it, and like that. The biggest thing that sold me on making it a ten rather than a nine was just how unique it is. Like Igor, unbelievable. Like still love that. I gave that a nine just because like it's not that it didn't wow me, but just like that's just how it felt. But like this was just like just something out of out of left field. Like I had no idea what mm. I was getting into with this, and it just it blew me away. And every time I listen to it too, I'm just like it. Oh, it just keeps captivating me. So, yeah, that's the review of Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. Definitely, definitely, definitely listen to this album. Even if, if you don't think you might like it, just give it a try. It's unbelievable. Yeah. No, I will. I will. I mean, you definitely convinced me. I was saying um, that more just to listeners in general, not necessarily you. Oh, but okay. just like, you not know. just me. Yeah. It's not, it's not about me. All right. Um, Kyle, should we zoom through these recs? Because like, I feel like we've been oh, yeah. going for Last a minute. FM. Yeah, no, this has been a long episode. We had to talk about two albums. All right. I'll go first on artists. We'll go quickly. Um, my bottom two, both are related to each other because I've been watching this documentary called Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. Definitely yep. check it out. It's fucking awesome. Uh, so number six, Tribe Called Quest really starting to get into them lately i feel like it's gonna it's gonna i'm gonna be going down a rabbit hole because i knew a couple of their songs but didn't know a ton of them number five run the jewels they dropped an album which i definitely want us to review because this is this was a great album and yeah. I think well, you'll like it i want to review that yeah. sometime soon uh number four fiona apple number three frank ocean number two freddie gibbs number one beach house of course of course Tomorrow. um number five push a t i revisit daytona i re i revisit wow. daytona Good album. Great album. Great album. I think I, I think I should have on back then, but definitely a good album. Um, number four, Juice World. Oh, no, wait, no, we're supposed to do six, right? Six yeah. is Brockhampton. I was just listening to. Oh, to, well, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so to, it won't be when we drop this episode. But today's the uh, Happy Birthday Saturation One. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Whoa. Might, might have to listen to that. I think it's was it Rip. three years old now. Twenty seventeen. That's right. Damn. Fuck. I can't believe where, that where? Shit. I can't All believe right. that that's three years old. Jesus, bro. That felt like it was yesterday. <laughs> We're getting old. Yeah. Um, number four, Juice World. I chose in Juice Rest World, in man. Peace. I have a lot of dead people on my thing. I got, well, number three is Little Skies. He's not dead, but Skies. Number two, Mac Miller. Rest in peace, King. Circles. Circles, brother. I gotta, we, gotta re, we gotta re-review that. Facts. Bro, that we just like, reviewed it this year. <laughs> I don't know, but we didn't. I don't think we really gave it justice because, like, no, we did. We both gave it really good scores. I don't really remember because it seems so long ago. It was like January. You, you just got to go back and listen to it. No, I listened to it. No, no I, saying, I, I have like better feelings about it. I feel like I, oh, I mean, the episode. The episode, yeah. Go back and listen uh, to the episode. I think you'll see that we we did justice to it. If not, yeah. then hey. Uh, number one, Freddie Gibbs, of course. Yo, his last Thanks. FM photo is him with his dog. 
so cute. I love that. His dog, dude, his dog is so funny too. I love his uh, dog. He always posts the stories of his kid and his dog together. They're so funny. So cute. Um, all right, I, albums. Yeah, you go. Right, albums. albums. Number six, pay for Paris. Yo, yo. Still bumping that, West Side Gun. Number five, Shelby, Lil Skies, underrated album. I love that. Number four, an underrated album in 2018 that we did, we should have, we probably would have rated higher, Room 25, No Name. Great oh, yeah. album. No, that made my top ten. I think it was number I nine. Make my... mine. Yeah, I, I don't think you listened to it. No, that album's, that album's fucking awesome. I love that album so much. That was in my top ten. We didn't review it, though. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was. Shout out No Name. Number three, Daytona, of course. Number two, Circles. Deluxe, because like, why not? Mac Miller and then flex. Alfredo. Alfredo. Alfredo Gibbs. All right, for me, number six is Blonde. Number five is Bloom, which are my two most listened to albums now on, on Last FM. Number four is RTJ4, Run the Jewels is a new album. Fetch the Bolt Cutters, number three. Alfredo, number two. And Depression Cherry, number one by Beach House. For tracks, last seven days. Let's see. Yes, sir. Bottom one is YouTube is to be yeah number number six yeah whatever number six is uh slide Frank Ocean and Amigos by Calvin Harris was listening to that the other day because it's because it was really nice out and I was running errands and I love driving listen to that song in the summer um number five is Take Care by Beach House not by Drake great song though (laughs) both of them uh well one's album but uh number four uh ppp by beach house uh number three probably my favorite tribe called quest song right now excursions love that song great beat mm. shout out q-tip um number two sparks beach house and number one space song beach house space song Ooh, great I, song I, man i do like that song it's fantastic all right mine is pretty crazy uh number six what do you what do you do featuring nav asap Berg. great song Ferg. Number five, out of nowhere, and this is because I, I put on the Daily Mix to Spotify, Interstellar Love by Thundercat. Fire, fire song. I haven't really been interested in Thundercat that much. Dude, Thundercat's the man. Thing. Wait, he yeah, dropped the I album heard. this year, didn't he? He did. I saw that. I was like, oh. Crap. I saw, I saw, I, that dropped during the, like, the COVID, I'm locking myself in my room and not doing anything, and like, so I didn't listen to it. Dude, we got to review yeah. that this year. I'm saying... Oh, I, I still want to listen to the one where it's like him in the water. Oh, that's a great album. Definitely listen to that. Them changes, note, bro. Does, Them changes. Side note, does that album cover looks like Robert Downey's character from Tropic Thunder? Or am I tripping? I, I think it might be. Oh, I'm not mistaken. Really? I don't know. It kind of does look like him, though. But yeah, yeah no, right. that's um, that's an awesome album. There's They even did a chopped and screwed version of the album, which is apparently really good, too. Uh, number four. The games we play, push a T, you know, great album, underrated. Great Number song. three, kind of just like random Freddie Gibbs song. I thought it would be different ones. Pract- not random, but Practice by Freddie Gibbs, Baby Ship by Freddie Gibbs, and then Babies and Fools by Freddie Gibbs. I thought it would be the ones I liked the most to be there, but I guess not. But that's what I'm at. Hey, yeah. So that's going to do it for us. Um seem sketchy podcast definitely go out and listen to these two albums uh and like we were saying before definitely go out there keep signing petitions keep donating yes, these funds yes. black lives matter justice for you know well, justice for george floyd brianna taylor Ahmaud arbery and everyone else you know follow us on twitter say their names. Uh, yeah. yeah say their names follow us on twitter at seem sketchy pod instagram also seem sketchy pod follow me on both of those two things Cabri 63 that's where you can find my link tree if you're looking if you want to do any of those donations and whatnot garo garo baz on instagram and twitter 
Uh, again, yeah, same as me. Check the link in the bio. Many resources of how you can help and be a part of this and educate yourself, which I think is very important um, so that we can you know, work together on this. Also, follow Bass Studios. Hopefully, we'll be dropping something soon. Just like yeah. some scheduling issues. But, you yeah. know, exciting things. Yeah, no, seriously. All, all right. Today, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya.